You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 416, The Magic Wars, part one, When Magic Shall Return. And welcome to episode 416 of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I am Paul French, and today I am Everything Seems to Be Working, lad. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, had a had a, a choppy start there. It's been a, it's been a long day. It's been a long Paul, day. Paul might have said some dirty words, folks. It's true. There were dirty words that came out mm. of my mouth. Filth, so, muck, mire, uh, you know, you know, those those kind of those, words. Exactly, exactly. So, <laughs> so, but it's okay because I went for a swim with the girls earlier. So I am, I am, I am cleansed. Wait, oh. wait. Yeah, oh, you know, nah. wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah, exactly. Totally. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, so yeah, that's that's the scoop. So over to you, sir. Hi, everybody. I am Darren Well, and I am got a promotion at work, kid. Yay! Yay! <laughs> So yeah, happy about that. Woohoo! Very happy about that. That is awesome. Oh, the dogs are <laughs> the dogs are joining in. Oh goodness! Oh goodness! I hear them. So my cats are asleep, so mm. I'm good here. <laughs> they're like, yeah, whatever, Dad. Just, just, yeah, sleep time. But they're cats most of the day, asleep time. So eh, yeah, exactly. Well, you know, and I mean, it's it's the same for dogs. It's just that. Yeah, the, true, true. These dogs are loud. Ah, oh, the sun is up. They sleep. The sun is down. They sleep. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> then they eat and they drink and they poop. It's all about yeah, it. It's all about the position of the sun. Totally. Totally. Indeed. So, uh, so congratulations on the promotion. That is oh, awesome. You. It is awesome. Yay! Very happy. Very very happy. Cool. I won't see the first of the the new money until the end of the month, but that's okay. It's okay because it means that there will be there. It will, it be, will there. be there. Exactly. exactly. How goes the selling of stuff? Uh, um. I'm no. still in the loft. We are actually uh, taking new photos tomorrow no. of the place. Uh, we let the original listing expire, and we're going to yeah. relist it. So, yeah. There you it's go. Been a, it's very weird right now in Atlanta. It's I don't know why this place has not gone Yeah, uh, like it, it should have, because everyone close to me is usually about 200 square feet less than me, and they are about within 10k of me yeah and it's like hmm i'm a better deal in the long run yeah so yeah it just needs the right person to see it so you just got to get more traffic in here that's the thing so we're going to take prettier pictures tomorrow nice and yep 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 tis the plan and hopefully soon hopefully hopefully soon mm -hmm. excellent well yep um, let's move into into the, the Legion newsy type stuff. Yeah, we have we have news that people people will care about. <laughs> yeah, our lives. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, um, a couple of big things uh, dropped this week. Mm. Um, and actually, I think in 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 reverse order from the way we're thinking. Um, actually, someone I, I believe it was uh, Corinne McCreary had, uh, had posted to our Facebook page today um, the, ep the recent episode of DC All Access, uh, which uh, basically went into a little bit of detail about the, um, the DC TV series. Uh -huh. 
And one of the things they mentioned was, you know, with Monel there, and this was uh, Dan Evans, who's one of the guys who uh, who works in the in the uh, DC TV sort of arena. And uh, one of the things he talked about was how Monel was going to be appearing on um, Supergirl, and he had talked about how you know basically the whole universe is getting mucked around with the fabric of the universe is going to be changing because muck, of the, muck, muck. exactly because <laughs> because of uh, of Flashpoint. And one, and then he said that with Monel being on Supergirl, it could open the open the gates for you know open the door for more Legionnaires. He said, "Will there be more Legionnaires? I hope so." Mm-hmm. It's non-committal, but he hopes so. That's a good step is he, to have someone who's actually some in, and and someone who's actually interested in having it happen. So yeah, um, so so there's that. So that's that's a big deal. And right after this, dropped the news because uh, he said uh, in and the reason I say this is because what he said in the uh, video piece was um, that the the big crossover is going to be based on a big DC event, mm. and he didn't say which. Well, but that news was dropped later 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 this week or earlier. Wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was revealed, I believe, on Thursday that the um, the Dominators would be making an appearance. They are the they are going to be the big bad of the crossover. So it is a four uh, four part crossover across all four series. So that would be Arrow, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, Flash, and Supergirl, and uh, it will be dealing in with the with with the Dominators with the invasion. Mm-hmm. Um, so this tells us the you know the the whole thing with with Monel possibly being advanced guard, uh-huh. and so this was remember I I had mentioned last week how they said you know he maybe uh, maybe uh, an ally and maybe a foe maybe not yeah and so so here's where that comes in so uh-huh. um, so it looks like we're going to be kind of going into into that story and uh, and with that can Vril Docs be far behind. And with Vril Docs not being far behind, can Quirrell Docs be far behind for Supergirl? Exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah. So, all, all kinds of cool stuff going on there. It's going to be an uh-huh. interesting... Uh, it's going to be an interesting season, which I believe kicks off this week? I think so. I think it I does think start one this or, week. one of the shows or another starts this week. And uh-huh. um, so, uh, yeah. So, so begins the rolling of the ball. Indeed, it, um, it should prove to be an interesting season. Yeah, I can't wait to see how they do the Dominators. I know, right? <laughs> that whole cast system thing has got major implications for everyone yeah. on the planet right now. So, well, absolutely, absolutely. I, I would expect to see some Star Trek-like metaphor in a lot of these stories. Oh, without a doubt, without a doubt. Yeah. So, so yeah, some, that, that, that's a big deal. Um, and uh, you know, it, it, it again. It opens the door for Legion. You know, mm-hmm. we've got Monel. That's a starting point, and uh, you know, we've seen in, we've seen some Interlac. We've seen the Flight Ring. Yep. Um, you know, it's uh, it's a long game they're playing for sure. Um, so on to other things. We are uh, we're we're making our way into the last arc of the Baxter Run. We are, which is like holy cow. <laughs> Uh, yeah i know right but you know before we get there i forgot about something else that dropped before you know we we had very little discussion beforehand as usual before we started recording uh greg rucka had an interview that kind of made the interview uh internet blow up a little bit about wonder woman being oh yes you know a queer 
character and not queer as in funny queer as in yeah maybe her sexuality's not as easily defined as a lot of people think and uh, no matter what you think, you can you can read a lot into old Wonder Woman stories. God knows the old ones are are way more scandalous than the ones today. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> if you and, read any of that Golden Age stuff, you're like, hello. <laughs> and for real, I got I got two words: suffering Sappho. Thank you. It's been there from the, whole the beginning. Time, the whole time <laughs> it's been there, and um, uh, there have been people, uh, a few of them who have. I posted a big diatribe about this because usually when the, a big news like this happens, you always get a little bit of, oh, they're not being true to the character, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. Once again, two words. Suffering. Suffering Sappho. Sappho, uh, Sappho being, you know, a, a famous lesbian Greek author um, who lived on the Isle of Lesbos, which is where you get the name. Uh, lesbian. Yes. You know, so... Yeah. Uh, if you know anything about the Greeks in general, their sexuality wasn't as easily defined as people like to, to define sexuality today, where either you're straight or you're gay, and that's mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. There are shades. There are degrees. There are people who do a little bit of both. There are people who do like 99%, one, and maybe 1% of that. That's completely fine. Whatever floats your boat. I, I think it's amusing now that because someone – Officially connected with DC, this being Greg Rucka, yeah, who is the current writer of Wonder Woman, yeah, has said this. It makes it canon, and you have to kind of deal with that and deal with the fact that oh, okay, um, well, um, I'm dropping the book. Um, I had actually someone say that to me. I'm dropping the book because they're not respecting oh, Wonder Woman's character. I'm like, okay. Because yeah, that stuff was in, that stuff was all there before Wortham. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you're dropping the book because of that, I, I firmly am sticking to my guns here. That says a lot more about you than exactly the character. And what, but you know what interests me is that yes, okay. So he just talked about this in in an interview the other day. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman issue number two came out a few months ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's all pretty clear in there. Yeah. Like they they actually talk about her having a relationship with, you know, it's like, you know, is she with so and so or and and like they 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 it's it's not subtle. It's, no, it's it's not. And that's what I liked about it is it wasn't it wasn't tr- well, I guess subtle is a is a, in a manner of speaking, right? Um but it wasn't um veiled, I guess is maybe a better word. Yeah. Um, you know, it wasn't like, um, you know, they were trying to be all kind of cute with it. It was, or, or coy. It was, it was very on the nose. And, uh, and, it, and it was, and, and what I liked about it was that it was just like, yeah, this is the way it is. Like, like, why would they be surprised? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it well, is an it, island of, of only women. It, it is. And then people go, but she's been in love with, with Steve Trevor. All right. So Steve Trevor. The problem with Steve Trevor is he's the lowest lane of the Wonder Woman universe. Yes. But there's never actually been much consummation outside of the Earth 2 Wonder Woman that confirmed that they got married and had a child. Yes. So, different universe yeah. for that. Lately, I mean, since Perez's run, uh, when Steve Trevor was aged greatly... Yep. and no longer considered a love romantic interest, interest to Diana. Yeah. 
you know, he's not been a love interest of Diana for some time. And yes, Diana's had other male love interests. I mean, there was um, Nemesis, and there was the um, Trevor. Were they a thing? I didn't realize they were. A they, thing. they they were a quasi thing. It was interesting. Uh, I, I, I thought they were more. I thought they were more Mulder and Scully at the time. Kind of, but there, I think Nemesis wanted more and then backed off because here's a guy who makes his living lying. Yeah. Here's Diana, the goddess of truth. And I think that was an interesting – this was back when she was working as like an undercover agent. Right, and, and, and that, so, that, that run ended up being so disjointed with the timing of it that I don't yeah. know that I ever really followed what was going on. But if you also look at Wonder Woman's past with the cheetah – Yep. And with Baroness von Gunther, the Silver Swan, all these female characters where she's trying to get them to be good again. She's trying to convert them. She's trying to get them to be the better nature of themselves, sometimes successfully, yeah. sometimes failing. But she keeps trying. I, I try to make the argument that that love transcends what we think of in man's world as love. This mm-hmm. is a higher version of that. And because we are we are ingrained in our our usually binary concept of love right you got to kind of separate yourself from that and realize that you're talking to someone who's thousands of years old traditionally wonder woman is thousands of years old sometimes not most of the time she is who has seen a lot and been through a lot and has done probably a lot more than you have and she sees the inside person regardless of gender as something she could love yeah, and you know, and that is actually that, that that's an interesting point that you make as well about about her age. Um, I think it was generally assumed in um, the Perez run, at the, at, at the very least, that you know she had um, she was aging in real time at that point. She was not yeah. the the immortality part of it hadn't kicked in yet. Um, so so when she showed up as as someone basically in her twenties, she actually was. Um, it's one of the things I really like about uh, what they're doing with the movie adaptation, where, where um, you know, like she or one, you know, she's yeah. been around for a long damn time, mm-hmm. and uh, you haven't aged a day. Well, you're the detective. Figure that out. Yeah, yeah, and <laughs> and that fleck. And so, <laughs> so I, I guess, I guess, you know. Uh, so much has been interpreted in many different ways. Oh, totally. But but this is something that that is a holdover from the not only from the original um, stories, like you know the right right when right when she was created, that's what she was. That's what um, she was. Yep. You know, and and just the idea of using the Amazon mythology. I mean, this again is something that is you know commonly known canon um, about the Amazons, uh-huh. and it baffles me that people were surprised by this it's like again two words suffering freaking sappho it's yeah and dc has danced around this obviously because uh, having a very popular character be called quote-unquote queer is still to this day a radical notion i hate to say it but it is um you don't see a lot of commercially successful characters who are queer and you can look at Batwoman, Midnighter and Apollo yeah. and characters like that and for every successful character like that there's an obsidian. Yeah. Or right now Element Lab or Shrinking sure. Violet Lightning Last to bring it back to Legion. Yeah. Who, who are not being published right now, who are not very financially successful for the company. Uh-huh. And it's a risk when they come out and say these things. But 
I, I think what Rucka did was he spoke to the trueness of the character. He didn't say yeah. she was straight. Didn't say she was a lesbian. She's queer. And that encompasses the whole umbrella uh, of sexuality. Right, right. It is not a, a, a black or white thing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And 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 yeah, I mean, again, it surprises me that the, 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 the hoop-de-doo's happening now. Mm-hmm. Actually, it concerns me because it's like, means people aren't reading the book. Because it was oh, yeah. it, it was there from the beginning, and I gotta say, it's awesome. Well, uh, pe- the, people the, are reading what they want to read, apparently. But it, but yeah. I mean, it was it was all there. Mm-hmm. Um, I gotta say that um, that year one arc, I I, I haven't really, I, I've actually kind of been you know getting caught up, and uh, mm-hmm. and so I I've been too, reading, honestly. I've been reading the year one arc. I I have to go back and read the uh, the present day arc um but that man oh it's 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 all good and, it's and all nicholas good. scott is on fire oh my god that, that woman yeah it's so good I, Just, I would i would i would give her a manny and petty and i don't know how to do that because it's just amazing. So. Then, then why would you do that to her? That's just mean. Well, I, I would, I, that I would serve her is what I'm saying. I would, I would do what she wanted. I would fetch her lemonade and she's make awesome. sure it was she's, fresh. She's just, <laughs> she's just so great. I, 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 I just remember the, 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 the um, well, I was going to say the first time, the one time I met her, um, she, someone had asked a question about, about, you know, how do you, uh, how, how did you, you know, how did you get your art style? And she, you know, spent, ages like basically you know did this did that you know read a lot tried a lot you know and, and drew a lot and uh and she said now and and but she got she spent it wasn't sort of a dismissive question mm-hmm. or a dismissive answer sorry um the question was not at all dismissive uh but <laughs> the no. answer and nor was the answer and she spent literally like I, I just stood there and listened uh you know she spent a good half hour with this with this this young young kid uh, just talking about man, like this is this is what I did. This is how, you know, how I got where I am, and this is the kind of work that it takes, and uh, and the level of commitment that it takes, and uh, it was just awesome, and uh, and and you know, and it's it's been great to see her, you know, this was just after she had just started on Birds of Prey at the time, mm-hmm. and um, which Birds of Prey, dear God? Well, the the mm-hmm. uh, the original. Um, I know. I, I know. Yeah. But yeah. Still, so well. God. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, so she had just started on that, and uh, uh, you know, and and so this was kind of that. That was kind of her first major work, and mm-hmm. uh, where we all started realizing who, she, you know, how good she was, and uh, and you know, it's been great to see how successful she's been, and uh, and it's really awesome to see her on on this Wonder Woman book, and that year one arc is just fantastic um you know i love the way they've fleshed out steve trevor um i love the way they've they've kind of fleshed out the 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 amazons and uh i'm actually waiting for trevor to become a villain now oh wow the the way they're the way they're leading him down the broken-hearted path it's like oh my god this guy can't catch a break in any universe right now. just in the first issue it's like oh my god um but but the um you know, because are we ending up in a place where he's the guy from Argus? And I don't think so. I, yeah, I, I, I don't get that impression. That. You know, and uh, and so I like that. That's kind of a part one of the parts that they're they're 
doing away with out of out well, of the I mean, it's, rebirth. It's the age old question of what do you do with the quote unquote tangential love interest of a hero? Yeah, you can you can keep putting them in danger, but that gets old. Yeah. So so really, you've got to do more with them. So Lois has her thing. She's she's a kick ass investigative reporter. So fine, she's got that. Batman doesn't have a significant other, so right. that, that works out for him. If you want to count like Alfred as being the closest thing to. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, a father. No, abs- a, well, totally, know, totally. Or a Commissioner Gordon or any of the Bat family in there, but they, they kind of take care of themselves mostly. Yeah. Um, Aquaman's got Mira, and I dare you <laughs> to call Mira a damsel in distress. Oh, um, yeah. I, I, would, I would be like, maybe in 1960 when she came out, but that's changed a lot since yeah. then. Thank yeah. you, Jeff Johns. Um, the, and the others, they, they, I mean, I guess Barry with Iris. Yeah, and investigative reporter, you've got to have something to do with them. I mean, you can't just keep putting them in danger all the time. They've got to have their own arc, and they've got to have their own meaning in the in the in the books. So yes, absolutely. I'm very curious as to where Trevor is going to go at this point because I'm like, oh, this doesn't look good. This does not look good for him. Yeah, yeah, the guy's had it rough. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, welcome to Wonder Woman cast. Take a drink. Yeah, I know, right? Take a drink. Woohoo! And. Uh, an important thing in DC to that happens. Well, yeah, absolutely, and and you know, again, it's you know, he stood there and he said, "Hey, it turns out her costume—it's red, blue, white, and yellow." Uh huh. Because it's all been right there on the page, so um, <laughs> all the time. Those who those who are uh, who are uh, you know dropping the book because of something like this, hang your heads in shame, because bitch, please. And uh, all right, so Damn. girl, I need two cosmos now. I need them now. <laughs> two cosmos stat. stat. All right, all right. So let, let's get into the book. Let's get into the book. It's a fun book. Absolutely, it's, it's, the, it's the traditional first issue of a four-issue arc. Yes. So you know, it's a lot of setup. And I gotta say, this cover, Steve Lytle knocked it out of the freaking park. It's beautiful. It's, it's a beautiful cover. Absolutely stunning. So we've got uh, we've got Sensor uh, Girl, Violet, and Timberwolf. Sensor uh, Girl still in her old outfit on the cover. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, that that did not get communicated well at all. <laughs> or Steve was just really ahead of the game. I don't know which it was, but eh. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Oh, but hey, I, speaking of Sensor Girl, it, yeah. one more one more piece of news we get dragged into. I don't know if it's news so much, but we got kind of com- um, commented into a thread about the whole uh, Karate Kid at the end of... Um, oh, the last run. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's escaping me who it was that actually asked Levitz the question. Asked Levitz whether or not Karate Kid was an illusion because Jackie was going mad or if it was actually... Correct. Yeah, because because I believe we talked about that as a possibility. Yeah, and um, uh, because you know, no dialogue. He had no dialogue. Uh, any, any, and mind you, projector could make an illusion talk too. So, well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it just led credence to the fact of here's here's a karate kid, but he's not talking at all. That's weird. Yeah. Um. And hey, it's like, oh, if, well, she's royalty. Maybe she's going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs because that's happened before. Yeah. And, 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 of co- but of course, uh, I think uh, it was also, it's just like, hey, man, Giffen just drew a couple of issues ago. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep quiet because 
He's only, he's only a couple issues away, and I'm duck and weave. Duck yeah, and weave. yeah, exactly. Just got rid of Starboy and Sunboy. I'm ducking and weaving. Exactly. So he. Um, anyway, so so of course it's up to whoever ends up taking picking up the the baton next, um, and and I don't and I think if someone does pick up the baton, we're, we're rebooted. Um, I, I think we are totally going to or it. or we're basically starting from a position where none of that stuff happened. Um, yeah, when the dream girl wakes up in a bed, oh, it was just a dream. Yeah, yeah. Or I don't think it's I don't think it's going to even acknowledge it that much. Uh, uh, probably not. Yeah, and and so, uh, but but uh, what Levitz had said was that his intention was basically that uh, um, uh, Val is an eternal warrior of sorts, so he's always going to be returning and um and so his 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 view was yeah no that was that was for real not not an illusion so um take that as you may for all for all it matters because that was that was it like we got what we're getting (laughs) yeah well that's a good thing because when they introduced Karate Kid in that run, Jackie was having some kind of dream, and then you saw Karate Kid come across a field. It was very like, yeah, what is this? What's going on here? And it seemed like she had created this illusion out of thin air, independent of anything. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah interesting sort of uh, perspective on it. Yep. All right. There we go. So, uh, so will you take uh, take this one? I, I will be happy to take Magic Wars Part One of Four. Oh, um, right. beautiful cover again. Can't say enough about it. It's beautiful. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that's it. That's it. Like so. So they're in their current co- their new costumes. She's yeah, Violet not. and Timberwolf are in their new costumes, but Sensor Girl is not. She and, is in her classic Sensor Girl outfit. And we see a lot of sort of DC magical things, little naiads and whatnot, stuff that would seem to be at home in a Swamp Thing comic. Or Amethyst. Oh, that too. Yes, of course. Of which, course. which I think is the connection here, really. I think you're right. Yes. So, um, so uh, the title is "When Magic Shall Return," and here we are. We have Timberwolf and Polar Boy and Projectra. And Timberwolf says, "Why the glums, Princess? Polar Boy said you won the election, and I get to be deputy leader." <laughs> <laughs> Everyone goes, "Hey." <laughs> And Polar Boy says, I'm afraid Timberwolf is correct, Sensor Girl. The results were overwhelming. (laughs) (laughs) And Projector says, I appreciate the congratulations, Legionnaires, but I wonder if I'm up to the task or want to be. This is brought to us by Paul Levitt's writer, Keith Giffen, penciler and co-plotter, Al Gordon, inker, John Costanza, letterer, Carl Gafford, colorist, Art Young, assistant editor, and Karen Berger, editor. And Polar Boy's back on it and says, who said it was up to you to judge? You were voted in, not weighed and measured. Yeah, it's very much the same, Polar Boy. A vote of confidence I do not share. Or a vote of no confidence in me, more like it. I tried hard as leader, and I wanted another chance. I would not deny you that. You didn't. The other Legionnaires did. Aw, sour grape. He's a little bitter. Bitter party Um, of one. Yeah. Uh, The vote for me was based on sympathy, Polar Boy. Consider it part of my acquittal of complicity in the Emerald Empress's death, not as judgment on your efforts. Each of us must make their mark as they pass this way. I wonder if this is intended to be my path. And she walks away. Sheesh, bad enough to be beaten by someone who doesn't want the job, but if she turns it down, it goes to Timberwolf. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And there's Computo. Beep, congratulations, Sensor Girl. Thank you, I suppose, Computo. 
And Jackie's thinking to herself, I know so much, yet so little. I am no murderer, yet I have killed again, this time with no shield of law or justice over me. To have slain Val's killer in combat was just if any deed of mortal can be. But my power led the, the Empress to death without my even realizing what I was doing. How can that be just? And there goes Timberwolf, whipping down the hallway. Hey, princess, don't run away. We ought to talk about our new duties, right? You speak to me of duty? And this is a conversation I've been waiting for these two to have. And Wolf says, I know about duty. I remember how I went to Lethal because it was in Val's will. I keep hoping you'll take those credits off my account, too. Use them for something he'd have wanted. You don't know why you got elected? Okay, I can't figure out why anyone would vote for me. But we're in. Let's do our jobs. And she says, very well. And there's a computo head. Breep. Starting now, I guess. And we are at in the Aegean with its water temperature controlled by thermal vents spreading from the timeless volcanoes under Santorini. The sea has become the island paradise of Earth's northern hemisphere. Very little remains as evidence of the primitive civilizations that once dominated the region. Uh, Godma's Earth vacations without anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> Rothka, I'm burning every copy of Godma's Vacation Guide in our system. If we ever get out of here alive, aye! And uh, there's a menacing <laughs> creature that is uh, crunching all the buildings and breathing fire. It looks very, um, um, very mythological, yes. dare we say. And the SPs are trying to take it on, and, well, they get flamed for touche. And uh, there's a fashwoom. Is that close enough? Oh, absolutely. Okay, fair enough. Mm, cheers. Uh, and the SPs um, have enough power left to bring her down in a clear area for Lucky. And then the SPs see that the Legionnaires are on their way. Yay! And it's Timberwolf, Saturn Girl, Phantom Girl, and Telus. And Wolf says, too late to save that cruiser. And Saturn Girl says, there are unconscious thoughts coming from the wreckage, so I'm afraid you're right, Timberwolf. It's up to the medics now. And Phantom Girl says this. <sighs> Congrats, Timberwolf. If Saturn Girl's correct, you made your first good decision, and one more than I would have bet on. Damn. Wow. And uh, the monster's moving again. Because it ain't like her fella's all that bright. I know, bright. I was waiting for you. I was yeah, waiting yeah. for you to go there. <laughs> I was like, oh, this, this, I read this earlier today. I'm like, oh, sweetie, you, you don't have room to talk about this. You really don't. Just, Seriously. No, be quiet. I need you to hush. Shh. I love you, Tinya. Shh. Um, <laughs> Now, so, now run along. Now, now run. Oh, <laughs> it hurts because it's true. Okay. <laughs> the Hydra-like beast, which they actually call a Hydra at some point, um, is still fashuming people with its fire breath. And Timberwolf decides the best thing to do is to hop on one of the Hydra heads and give it a headache. And that head goes roar and flips Timberwolf off right into the gaping maw of another Hydra head. And Timberwolf gets eaten. <laughs> oh, what? oh yeah, it is Giffen. Yeah, yeah, you know. Where am I, he says. Um, Telus says, the beast has Timberwolf, Phantom Girl. Get him out, Telus. I want to make sure no one got caught in the resorts when the Hydra stomped them. So she's going looking for survivors. She's like, ugh, what a mess down here. Ugh. And that is the thing that Phantom Girl is good at in these types of situations, is trying to rescue people who are trapped in debris. Yes. Uh, um, Telus grabs a whole bunch of rocks and pelts uh, the Hydra with it, and the Hydra opens his mouth, roar, and Telus telekinetically extracts the grossly 
coated with guts and yuck stuff from Timberwolf, uh, from the Hydra. It's Timberwolf. <laughs> Yeah. He's like, I have him. Come along, Timberwolf. And he's like, thanks, tell us. Yuck, it was ugly in there. Saturn Girl's trying to calm the crowd. Um, and we have to take another drink, technically, here, because Telus is going to use his telepathy on the monster to calm it down. Remember when Saturn Girl used to do that at the beginning of the Legion run? That's right. Calming animals. I know that it didn't break out of a zoo, but you know what? Close, Close enough. enough. If there If there was a zoo, it's not in it. No. So uh, Telus calms the creature down, and Timberwolf grabs it and puts it on an island. Why that's going to keep it there, I have no idea, Timberwolf. Um, he still needs some brains. He does. He does. He does. And Timberwolf does say the zookeepers can pick you up here. See? There we go. Yeah, Close but enough. How, yeah, but how come you don't look like you came out of a zoo, but from a kid's holo book? Good question. Meanwhile, in bondage shackles sear his skin where they touch the chains rend him as they twist but for the first time in centuries they give a little the weakness has been growing for a short while as he measures time a human lifespan perhaps too something beyond his prison has altered the rule which traps him here and perhaps the torture may end if only he struggles a tiny bit more if only the fabric of his binding will loosen if only he can be free and you see this naked man creature pulling against this chain and it starts to pull free of um, the rock that it's in I guess and it does a little scree meanwhile back at Legion headquarters computer says brief continuing programmed instructions for dispersing legionnaires to deal with situation brief data indicates increasing peculiar incidents on earth involving non-historically known beings shrinking violet brief please meet element lad on hangar deck for mission team yeah yeah give me a chance computer these new uniforms of yours are a pain hmm. they are conceptually sound and aid your survival probabilities brief so would fighting in a battle cruisers cruiser circuit head i am not programmed to respond to impoliteness legionnaire brief Best news I heard today. Now I know how to shut you up. And she walks Damn. off. Meanwhile, <laughs> Computo says, screw you. <laughs> that, is a, that is a screw. And that is the interlock you. Yeah. So, there you go. Beep. <laughs> That's hilarious. A little bit of humor there. A little, a little blah, ha, ha. Beep. Wildfire, please join mission team assembling on hangar deck. Wildfire, my systems indicate you're within a legion priority. Should override your privacy codes. Beep. Breep, wildfire. Breep, wildfire. I am requesting further instructions from Sensor Girl. Breep. Never mind. Breep. And inside, wildfire says she knows, huh? Of course, she can see right, right through the walls. Inertron or no? Since Quizlet left, I can't even hold that ugly, phony, pseudo-humanoid form together, and I finally collapsed back into a ball of anti-energy, a monster fit to hide in a containment suit. Again. Mm. Wildfire lost his body. Like I yeah. said, it's going to happen soon. And mm -hmm. it on Echo Spawn 7, largest and most successful of the weather control stations orbited since the 27th century that first saw the development of magnetic biosphere controls from the Encyclopedia Galactica. We've gone to triple normal power levels in Asia, and the out-of-season monsoons are persisting. The science police are screaming for help, losing flood control in the deltas, too. Has all the weather gone crazy, or have we? All, uh, all systems are operating administrator. They're simply not effective. We have trouble closer to home than down below, administrator. Fire on level three, a flood on six, and wham! 
There's apparently um, some water and some electricity. And me, tee-hee-hee, a little demon says. Bye. So we... we, A disembodied smile, which it doesn't get more different than that. uh, This will be a trademark of the five-year-later run, for sure. Yeah. These little... These mouths that just move everywhere. What in Fission's name? How can we have a fire here? Get some sploosh water. (laughs) Okay, you have too much water now. That's a problem, too. The weathermen must have gone crazy, Element Lad. How can you have a flood inside a satellite? Logically, you can't, but Earth seems to be running out of logic, at least according to all the reports. I'll quench those fires and inert gases, Legionnaires. You try to find the source of the water. Relax, sir. There's nothing to be afraid of now. Creatures, little creatures, made of fire. Hmm, how odd. Crunk. Ugh, tough fit block, and it's blocking Violet. Can't get uh, through. <laughs> well, apparently, Block's gotten bigger since his, you know, his growth spurt in That's that right, yeah. story. Leave it to me, then. I think I see the problem, but I'm better off checking it in miniature. Pop. Yeah, he looks a bit like he could be in Omega Man. Yeah, he looks a little brute-ish. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and there is Polar Boy. Projecting cold doesn't do much against the floods, just makes more of a mess. But I guess changing the water to ice does keep it out of the vital equipment, though. But why is all this happening? Huh, something burning through the wall? Yow! And Polar Boy makes a strategic retreat. <laughs> Tee-hee! <laughs> cool. Some sort of fire monster? Let's see how you like an ice cage, hot shot. There's enough water vapor in the air system to make this easy. Twang! Inertron. But I, no point in taking chances, Polar Boy, Element Lad smugly says. <laughs> if you say so, Element Lad. I, I love this. You know, it's a, you, you can, you know, one of the things to, to note is, of course, you know, Giffen in dealing with Polar Boy. You knew this was going to happen eventually. Uh, you know, it was like, all right, he's leader. I'll lay off for now. But the second he's not. The second he's not, it's, it's humor time for him. Yeah. Yep. And Violet's like, some kind of sentient controlling the water. Weird. Teehee. Oops. It noticed me. Time to get, what am I thinking, silly girl, a quick expansion, and you're the one in trouble, Giggles. And she's left behind one of the little pouches. Look, the only time in the 90s that the pouches became, you know, useful. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Wrong. And apparently this specimen bottle is used to hold a humanoid. But, you know, it's holding the demon, so fine. First time I got some use out of these new, these... Uh, new uniforms with all their pockets. Not exactly what Computer intended that specimen bottle for, but maybe I'll thank it anyway. <sighs> Meanwhile, the weather system analysis. Non-seasonal storms in Pacific reversing course of jet stream. Wind systems over Asia and America expected to generate tornadoes as a result. Breep. The whole world's gone impossible. There's no scientific explanation, Polar Boy. There must be a source of the problem, officer. After what I saw here, Block, I'll believe anything. Weather system analysis. Heat patterns rising from previously designated inactive volcanoes. Epicenter of quake patterns radiating from same locations. Breep. Warning. Citizens of Earth. The Earth Gov can no longer certify habitable conditions. Leave your dwelling at your own risk. This is basically what I consider happening here. All the weather that's been happening since the 27th century to the 30th century is now happening all at once. Mm-hmm. Like, boom. Yeah, yeah. They've been, they've been staving it all off, and now it's everything's catching up. So everything is going right to Hades. And uh, the weather guy says, it's up to you, Legionnaires. There's nothing left that modern science can do. And I'm a lot, I wish we even knew where to start. <laughs> Meanwhile, back in bondage, the cavern burns with his pain, but he feels his power reaching out, growing. He touches the essence of the universe and hears it scream. Imagine the bolts... Uh, 
that are not bolts driven deep into the rock that is not rock. Whatever they are, they twist and bend. Each time one moves, the laws of reality are shaken as well. He stretches, strains, and demands the freedom that will destroy worlds. Meanwhile, at the Museum of the Mystic Arts, Mega California Earth, home of wizards for over a thousand years since it was known as the Magic Castle, Yay. and the site of the first battle in the Great Daxamite War, which I'm assuming is what they're calling the Great Darkness Saga. Uh, yeah. Six hours, Gritchdick's Earth on a Mega Credits, a cycle revised. Amazing! Gritchdick's did not say you could actually make the magic objects work. Oh, and they're playing with all the magic objects in the Magic Castle, and they are actually magical now. I'm not sure that is good, Corpse. Oop! But but you're not real. He made a big bunny appear. <laughs> That's frightening. And then there's our friend Antonio Stefanacci. Just to just to back up for a second oh, on that I, that idea of it being the Great Daxamite War. Yeah, of course, because Darkseid used um, uh, all the Daxamites to it to attack. But what what interests me about that is, you know, nobody's talking about Darkseid. Nope. Right. Nope. And and so so we don't acknowledge in a you know, and and I think this is actually quite germane to the the story we're we're hearing we're we're going into here, is that in a technological society, a uh, you know a um, a god. Yeah, isn't the you know we don't talk about that. No, um, you know it was like no, it was a whole bunch of Daxamites that came and attacked. That's what mm-hmm. that's what happened, and so it's interesting that they they're not acknowledging uh, that side of it. And I hadn't really noticed that before, but uh, but just as as you mentioned it, I thought to myself, wait a second, we're 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 kind of burying the lead here. Yeah, exactly. It, it's one of those weird things where it's like. People can relate to the fact that the Daxamites went crazy. Yeah. They probably have no real concept of Darkseid at all. No, and Legionnaires exactly. weren't able to, like, bring him in. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, it's one of those things where it's like, eh. I, I, I don't know if anyone would even believe them because Darkseid only controlled the Daxamites, they may not have seen him, actually. And then Darkseid was only seen by the Legionnaires. Yeah, yeah. So, at least it seemed that way. Oh, totally. So. Um, so there's Antonio. Uh, most peculiar, none of these artifacts demonstrated any true magic when I acquired them. Huh? And he, he got rid of um, a big bat dragon thing. Snap. Now I'm able to do magic. And of course, he's looking his Doctor Strange finest. Oh, yes. And there's Devron, helpful as always. Um, <laughs> you the curator who called for help? Indeed, I did, officer. There is magic here. I thought that's what was this place was supposed to be. No, no, you're not listening. The magic works. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, the kid has gotten a hold of the weather, the weather wizard's wand which we saw last in the Great Darkness Saga. Wow, it's a real magic wand. Let's see, maybe I can make something appear. Don't you see, officer? It's all quite mad. Legionnaires, help. And there's Lightning Lass, Sun Boy, uh, Colossal Boy, and Invisible Kid. Why didn't Sensor Girl send us here when half of Earth is in danger, Sun Boy? She knows what she's doing, Lightning Lass. Besides, there's there's trouble enough here. And I think I can guess who's causing it. Yeah. (laughs) And there's another uh, faceless, uh, smiling demon (laughs) walking around here, or flying around here. Stefanacci has stuff here that's more powerful than he realizes. And from the way that wand is growing, 
I bet that kid is playing with a dangerous toy. Be right back with our problem solved, says Sunboy. Rain? Indoors? Weird, but easy to tolerate with my powers. <laughs> a little solar radiation, and, and he goes sizzle. He's like, yeah, what in the stars? I'm out of control. Sunboy, what happened? You're burning the place down. Well, either he can't stop or he won't, which means I have to do it for him. Aye, crackoom. Take a drink. Take a drink. Mm. Lightning last zaps herself. And Colossal Boy says, uh, is thinking, whatever that wand's power, it seems to be able to stop Legionnaires using energy to attack. So maybe I'm better off with my growing powers and the direct approach. And the hand is reaching for the kid. Huh? Uh-uh. And he gets lightning to crackle. I'm having too much fun. You can't stop me. Thump. And here's the, the real callback to the Great Darkness Saga. Jacques takes the wand away from the kid. Just yeah. like he did in that story. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh, my wand. And he thinks to himself, prepare yourselves, kids. With luck, the child will think it magic that his, that his wand has left him and not realize it is the work of an invisible hand. <laughs> As such a disaster. And for what? A child at play? Or has this some deadlier connection to the other tragedies on Earth? And um, DeBron says, now that Invisible Kids grabbed your magic wand back, Stefanacci, why don't you wave it and put this mess back in shape? My dear Officer DeBron, you don't understand. Would that it were so poof, simple, and everything's back the way it was. Bravo, bravo. All the tourists are like, yay. <laughs> <laughs> and Stefanacci's just like, how bizarre. That was a good idea, uh, Sunboy says. No, no, you misunderstand. I wasn't quarreling with the officer's suggestion. It's simply that I have no magic powers. None. And Colossal Boy says that's impossible. Vraiment, we just saw you restore the building. Mm. <laughs> and Sarvisa says, no legionnaires. You saw the museum restored, which is quite another thing. Legionnaires, if I may, this is Sarvisa, a journeyer from the Sorcerer's World. Greetings. And Lightning Lass says, Were you sent by the White Witch? We've been worried about her. Regretfully not, Lightning Lass. She is well, I assure you, but the message I bear even now seeks its destination. It comes from my teachers, and its intended recipient I do not know. Peculiar. The ways of magic often are, son boy, and if this day's events are any guide, I fear you shall soon learn that for yourself. In bondage. Done. He has felt the galaxy's axis shudder and twist. And if he has fallen from the pain, barriers never meant to be sundered have fallen as well. A mortal soul contains no words for the emotion he feels, if emotion itself is not too simple a word. Mix hatred with anger, touch with excitement and exhilaration, then look upon worlds whose very existence is an affront. See them through eyes older than the globe within which he was bound. Imagination may not then grant the view of the universe that glowers from his burning pupils, but surely even that partial sight is enough to make one wise with fear. And you see the magenta energy coming off the guy's yeah. now unchained arms. Meanwhile, back at Legion headquarters, Sensor Girl's there, curious how something so vital should be so irrelevant. The mission monitor board served others well, but it will not help me as Legion leader. What can hide from my sensory powers can surely bewilder the board's circuits as well. Hmm. I wasn't aware of that wizard who's visiting Earth before. Strange that the White Witch wasn't the messenger instead. My, maybe the board will prove useful. I hadn't noticed that bird on our roof. I've been so preoccupied with the Empress's death and my election. But according to Computo, it's been there for over a day now. Odd. And she turns into her Sensor Girl costume at this point. Yeah. Um, an illusion, I'm assuming. 
not an earth creature, I think. And the, uh, the bird says, Auk, projector of Orando. Good. You speak, and you know my name, my real name. Auk, names matter. I know yours, and you not mine. I am safe, and you are not. Don't speak in riddles, creature. What do you want? Auk, I bear word from the teachers, wisest of all on the world, which from which yours was born, Projectra. Great is their power, but greater their gratitude to your legion for help, Agon. We are in their debt as well, little, little one. Do they need our aid again? Ock? No, yet you may need theirs. My message is a warning, simple and true. After millennia of trusting science, it may turn on you. Magic's day of return may not be far off, they see. If come, all laws of your science failing shall be. Farewell. And the last panel is a splash page of darkness with all the stars out. Yeah. Next, will magic or science prevail? So there we go. So, um, yep. it, yeah, lots of nine-panel grid in this issue, which is also much appreciated. Mm-hmm. And um, and lots so lots of story, lots of story. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of a lot of interesting setups that we're gonna see pay off pretty quickly. Actually, mm-hmm. well, no yeah. choice. Yeah. Well, that, there is that. There is that. There, there is no more long fourteen-issue subplots to handle here. <laughs> we are rushing towards the end. We have three issues left now. Yeah. So, um, and yeah, you know, I mean, that, I guess you know, I know they hadn't announced that this was the end at that stage, but it's interesting because, yeah, like you say, not a lot of new stuff was getting introduced at this point. Nope. You know, and uh, uh, you know, nothing. There was some character stuff that was being introduced, but certainly not uh, uh, plot-wise. And that was a hallmark of the Levitt style was to uh, to you know do that that whole juggling act with uh, with plot lines. So, so yeah, lot, lot, lots of setup. We're going to see a whole lot more happen next week, and uh-huh. uh, yeah. And I think toward the end of this, I think we'll uh, we'll have to do our 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 top five. Um, DC magical characters. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, because we haven't done something like that in a while, and that's, that's always true. Fun. We so, have not. So it'd be a good, uh, a good way in keeping uh, with the nature of the story. And, um, and maybe we'll maybe we'll have a guest on. Hint, hint. Ooh. Who uh, <laughs> knows a thing or two about the magical side of the DC universe? That's possible so, too. Yes. We know we know some people, don't we? Exactly. We know people. <laughs> we know people. <laughs> so. There we go. How do you get the Phantom Stranger on a podcast? Wow. Right? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, Are you there? Are you there? No. no he's still on now. <laughs> um, definitely could see the art style evolving into what we would get, get more of in the uh, in five years later. You know, I saw a couple of, uh, especially on the guy in bondage, you know, the, uh, oh, yeah. the forehead, the forehead uh, thing. exposed. Yeah. And, yeah. So... Lots, lots of forehead, nothing else. Yeah, exactly. So we're we're headed that way. Mm-hmm. We are indeed, sir. And, and yeah, and as I say, I really, I, you know, I, I had never noticed the the way that, you know, when that when I saw the Daxamite War, I knew what they meant, but but I'd never really given it much thought as to what that meant mm-hmm. um, overall. And that's uh, it's an interesting thing, and certainly not a throwaway. Um, all right, anything yep. else to say about this? I think we're good for now. All right, comments as always are welcome. Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. You can join in the conversation on our Facebook page, which can be found at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. We are on the Twitter. We are LOSP Podcast. And in addition to all these things, 
you can go to our website, legionsubstitutepodcasters.com. And I know that you can because I just renewed the domain today. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Um, and you can leave a comment on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble. And we will see you all next week. Wonder Woman!